You are now tuned in to Bree Speaks Unscripted, my blog term podcast. Let's talk about life totally unscripted. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Bree Speaks Unscripted. Y'all, I know y'all hear me. I sound a complete mess, okay? My voice is still gone. I have done tea. I have um, onion water. I've been trying to rest my voice, and it's not working. And so I ain't want to go another week without giving y'all an episode um, because it's supposed to be every Wednesday. And plus, I I really wanted to come back and give y'all this next topic because I see it so much going down the timeline that I just really want to speak to people because I feel like people are living in a in a bitter state. Like, like everybody is holding on to so much and they're so focused on holding on to it that they don't realize it's weighing them down. And um, what I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about unforgiveness. And I see it every single day, literally up and down my timeline. People talking about, I'm always getting my lick back or, you know, uh, just when you think I forgot, I'm a remember and get my revenge or just talking about how they never forgive a person or how they always hate somebody or, you know, stuff like that. And I just want to say, like, I get it. I get the feeling of it. I understand it. But at the same time, when I see it and because I also lived it, when you carry unforgiveness, just even saying that word, you're carrying it. Like you are carrying it around and it's heavy. It's a lot of energy to carry um, to carry unforgiveness in your heart. And what unforgiveness is, for those of you who don't know or need a reminder, is the is being unwilling or unable to forgive somebody who has wronged you. And listen, like I said, I totally get it. I understand it. But sometimes we really have to let stuff go. Like holding on to that stuff, it it's not good for your health, your mental, your emotional. It's not good at all. And I know y'all know, and if you don't know, holding on to certain stresses and certain situations from your past, it takes a toll on your body. And you don't even know, like, your health is in jeopardy. You wondering why you got high blood pressure or depression and anxiety is because you're holding on to all of those things. And you're so focused on thinking that by not forgiving the person that it's going to hurt them. It's not. Those people, and I hate to say it, those people move on with their lives. Some people don't even care. Some people do care, but it's nothing they can do about it. Some people have already apologized to you and you're still mad. And and that's just not saying that what they what they did was right, but you holding on to that is not hurting them. 
you being mad at them is not hurting them. It's hurting you at the end of the day. Um, I looked up a quote when I was looking at this topic. And the quote says, unforgiveness is choosing to stay trapped in a jail cell of bitterness, serving time for someone else's crime. And so when you don't forgive people, you're literally like you're serving time for somebody else's crime. You're literally living it every day, mad and angry and bitter, trying to figure out how you can get back at them. And even I'll go as far as to say, even if you get back at them, that's never going to do it for you. Like, what if it don't pan out the way you think it's going to pan out? What if you don't hurt them the way you think? And so let me just give y'all a little, you know, what it feels like or what it is to be holding unforgiveness in your heart. For one, if you're a person who holds grudges, you you have unforgiveness in your heart. You still holding that grudge. I, I never be, I never talk to them again. It's up and it's stuck. I never do. And and that's fine. But to be like holding on to it, like like that person would be like trying to be friends with you again and you it'll never it'll never it's up every time i see you you know like stuff like that you holding grudges you not letting stuff go you got this resentment you looking for revenge that is unforgiveness it's like um it says the symptoms of unforgiveness create an emotional storm of distress in which feelings of stress anxiety depression and security and fear surface. If all of these things are surfacing in your life, it may be because you need to forgive and let go of some stuff. Like, not to even put y'all in my business, but something happened to me when I was a child. Um, I'm not going to say what it was. You can let your mind wander. Um, but um, as a child, that carried into my adulthood and me being mad and holding on to it it took a toll on me to the point where if i see this person it's still hate there it's still anger there and i had to realize like i'm really holding on to this this person has moved on with their life they is doing their thing they could care less they probably don't even think it was a problem but here i am every time it's changing my mood every time i see them it's changing my mood i don't want to be in the room with them I hate them. I, it brings up the past again. Like, it's just a lot for me. And so I had to realize, like, I got to let this go because it's literally racking my brain. But this person, not phased at all. Even like with stuff, you know, when you go through stuff as a child where people put you down or bullied you or made you feel a type of way and you still holding on to that in an adulthood, like every time they come around you, they make you feel like you're less than is because you're still holding on to that unforgiveness and you're still holding on to what they were when you were a child. You need to let that go. And so just wanted to like talk about why it's important for us to forgive. Um, I think that it's important for us to forgive one, because it's in the Bible. I'm going to always quote the Bible, y'all. 
And um, it's a couple verses I'm going to say as soon as I find them. But while I'm looking for them, um, that was the first the first thing I thought of when I used to think of unforgiveness. Because it's like, God forgave you. So with all the stuff you can think of that you've done in your life, if you have a relationship with God, uh, whether you don't or not, God forgives you automatically, instantly. He He does not hold any grudge against you. And if he can forgive you as quickly as that, why can't you try to forgive someone who has wronged you on earth when God forgives you all the time? And I'm not saying that you should automatically forgive somebody right away. That is unrealistic. You're not going to forgive nobody overnight, right when it happened. It may take you a decade. It may take you five years. It may take you a few months. It depends on how deep the hurt goes. But you as a person still need to forgive. And that's one of like the, for me, it, reading the Bible, the top two things God needs you to do, or the top three things is love him, love his people, and to forgive. Those top three things I think is the most important thing God cares about. Like if you're going to love his people, you know, love your neighbor as you would love yourself, love yourself, love God and forgive. Let that stuff go. Those are the top things Jesus did. He didn't look at it. He didn't keep records of wrong. He didn't look at what everybody was doing or what they did in their past. Because if that was the case, wouldn't have been no disciples. Okay. He had to forgive, move along, let that go and let them use what they had at that moment to grow them and to be a a disciple, he could still use them. And I know this is going to make some people mad, but you being mad at the person that did you wrong. And you know, when I thought about it, it made me mad too, but you being mad at them doesn't change the fact that they're a child of God as well. God still wants good for them as well. And, and and, and it's sad to hear and it's irritating to hear, but you also have to hear that. Like we be mad at people and holding our forgiveness and talking bad about them and like karma gonna hit them and yeah it is but god still wants good for them god still wants them to change god is still going to try to transform them if they came to god and asked for forgiveness and turn their life around god may bless them and that's why you know you see stuff like that and you like how's how's this person living good they dirty they this they that and to you, yeah, but to God, that's still his child. And so he may still bless them, especially if they're, they turn their life around. They forgave themselves. They've forgiven others in their past. They have moved on. They have made amends or tried to make amends with you. They can go off to live good lives. Like you have to stop thinking that you withholding forgiveness makes God mad at them too. And so um, let's get into these Bible verses because... I do want to say, say these. Um, so this is Matthew 5, 23 through 24. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar. Go and be reconciled to that person. Then come and offer your sacrifice to God. Um, it's different versions. I just read the NLT. 
But basically that verse is telling you, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, if you have some type of quarrel or grudge or something you're holding on to, a problem that needs to be fixed with a fellow brother or sister or a fellow person out here, if you still hold unforgiveness for that person, God don't even want your sacrifice. He don't want your gift. He's not going to recognize it until you remove that unforgiveness in your heart. He don't even want to look at your gift because you still hold in unforgiveness. It is even another um, Bible verse in here that I know that I, I can't remember where it is. I probably should have looked it up before we did this. Uh, well, before I did this. But it was one that said, when you come to him, oh, here it is, y'all. I got it. Mark eleven twenty five. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. So before you pray, and this is something I do now before I pray um, or at the beginning of my prayers, before, after I thank him, I make sure I ask for forgiveness and to help me to forgive others because I don't want God to not forgive me because I can't forgive somebody else. Like how, how selfish is that to be like, God, I need you to forgive me, but oh yeah, I'm not going to forgive them over here because they did this and they did that. Because God going to be like, okay, what about what you did? So now I, maybe I shouldn't forgive you because you've done some things too. So um, just going into Bible verses and stuff like that. But you want to be able for God to recognize your gift. Um, you want God to hear your prayers. You want God to forgive you so that you can move on and be blessed in your life. And you don't want to hold on to those things and miss your blessings because you're holding a hate in your heart. For someone who is off living their life. Um, I want to talk about the root of unforgiveness. And really the root of unforgiveness is when someone takes something from us emotionally. And we feel like we'll never reclaim it or get it back. And so when somebody does something to you. And they take that part of you. Especially if it's like a deep hurt. Um, when they take that part of you. It's hard for you to get that part of you back, especially if it changed you in a way like um, if you were molested or if you were cheated on or just to name some examples. I don't want to keep running down the list because really I can't think of nothing right now, but really like those two molestation, rape, cheating, um, whatever the case may be, if it's like a deep hurt that person takes something from you emotionally. And sometimes it changes you to the point where you just are not yourself anymore. And so you blame that person from taking that from you, but you hating them and you holding unforgiveness in your heart does not get that part of you back. And so when people don't forgive, it means that the person still has the power over you. And I know what y'all gonna say. Don't nobody hold no power over me. You know how people get, they get mad. Like, don't nobody hold power over me. It's whatever, it's whatever. I just don't want to forgive them because they was wrong. They don't deserve my forgiveness. And one, I know you hear it all the time, but forgiveness is truly not for them. It is for you. You don't even have to tell them you forgave them, but you need to forgive them for yourself. You need to forgive them for yourself so that you can move on and live your life. And no, it's not overnight. I promise you, 
I still pray to this day about some things that I need God to help me to forgive because you need his strength. You need God to help you to forgive those things. Like it's going to take his strength because you know, you see it all the time or you hear it when people be like, I will never, it's just not in me to forgive them. I, I just can't do it. No, you can't. But with God, you can. You literally can pray and, and keep praying. Like no matter how long it takes, you have to keep praying to God. Like, God, I need you to fix this because I'm not going to be able to forgive them on my own. I'm too mad. I'm too angry. I hate them. It's up and it's stuck. Like, you know, but literally you have to pray daily that God will help you to forgive them for yourself. And then you need to forgive yourself because sometimes you blame yourself for even putting yourself in that position. So you need to forgive yourself because if you don't, that person does hold power on over you. And I'm going to say the way you would know, you know, cause we can agree to disagree. Cause some of y'all still going to say no, but they hold that power over you because you still hold that energy of hating them. You still carry around that energy of needing to get revenge. If you walk, like I was telling you about my past, if you walk into a room and that person has the power to change your whole mood, as soon as you walk into the room and your mood, you was happy. As soon as you saw them, you got mad. You didn't want to be there no more. Now you want to go home. Like your whole mood has changed. Nobody should have that much power over you. Nobody should be able to change your mood. Nobody should ever make you want to leave. And I'm not saying that if somebody is there and you don't like them and they make you feel uncomfortable to leave until you can forgive. But I'm saying if that's what it is doing, someone wants them, you you know, their presence makes you want to leave. Their presence makes you um, get sad or revert you back to a place that you thought you were over or that you came out of. <clears throat> Excuse me. That person holds power over you. You still want revenge or you still want your lick back. That person holds power over you because when you truly forgive and you truly let something go, you could care less about what they're doing. You could care, you could care less about what's going on in their life, if they got if karma hit their life or not, if they suffering, if you know, if they doing bad, you don't care about none of that. You could care less. If they at the same building as you, you gonna stay in your corner and you gonna mind your business. When you truly forgive, it doesn't bother you as much because it is what it is. Now, you can still be like, as long as they don't say nothing to me, I'm good. Like, you don't have to be in their space. But if you can coexist, as long as that person doesn't bother you and you can still be in there and hang with your friends or be at the party. And I'm not saying like trauma that where you fake and act like it's all good, all good or whatever. No, I'm just saying that when you truly forgive, it doesn't bother you to be in the room with them because you no longer care. You have forgave, you have moved on, you have let it go, but you have not forgot. And I will say that do not forget. You don't, I mean, some people want to forget, but if you don't, you don't have to forget if you don't want to forgive, but don't forget. Remember what they did because it made you who you are. And also when you feel like somebody took something from you, you want to remember that as well, because you want to remember that 
although you feel like they took something from you, you can get it back. They don't hold that power over you anymore. And so um, I just want to say that you don't want anybody holding any power over you or make you feel like, you know, just change your whole mood and your whole attitude and just have you at odds and out of place with people. Um, Really the goal, the goal is to no longer be bitter, to be hurt, to be resentful, you know, to be stuck because when you stuck in the time of what they did to you, you know, you don't want to be there. You don't want to be stuck there no more. I don't know about you, but when you go back to a place where someone hurt you, it really is. Just, it sucks. Like you be depressed. You don't want to talk to nobody. You just be overthinking, running it back in your head about what you should have did, what you shouldn't have done. And nobody wants to be in that place. You never want to stay in a place like that because it's depressing and it will have you stressed and depressed and anxiety feel. It will have you not want to go around people. It'll have you thinking people look at you differently if they found out like you would feel dirty. That's what it feels like. You feel dirty. You don't want to um, feel that way. And I'm really talking about like a deeper hurt, you know, molestation and stuff like that. People that deal with different hurts um, where somebody you know, just did something that was foul, even then you still feel dirty, like with, with cheating too. Like you feel like, wow, how did you do that to me? Like I must be the scum of the earth. I must be something. And even if you don't feel like that and you know, you was, you were everything that you were supposed to be when somebody hurt you, you knew the type of person you were to them, but they still betrayed you or they still said, what they had to say, or they still hurt your feelings, or they still talk behind your back, or they, whatever the case may be. Where was I going with that? (laughs) But anyway, whatever the case may be, the goal is to be in a place where you are no longer bitter. You're no longer hurt. You're no longer resentful. You're no longer stuck in the time of when it happened to you. You want to be free. The goal is to be free from all of that. To remember what happened to you, um, but know that you forgave it and you moved on and you let it go and not to let it dictate your life, but let it be a story that helps other people. And I think that a lot of people don't realize some of the stuff that you are unwilling to forgive is a story for somebody else. It's the freedom for somebody else. You may be freeing somebody else by telling them their story of how you forgave and how you got through that. Because a lot of people don't know how. Because a lot of people grew up in that type of environment where people didn't forgive. Like it's families to this day that still hold on to stuff from childhood because nobody dealt with it. So every Thanksgiving and Christmas, you don't want to go because you know the tension is going to be thick because so-and-so didn't forgive this person. They're going to begin into a fight. Some people still holding on to stuff from that's old. Like, why are y'all still holding on to that? Let it go. I literally see it all the time in my family. And it, it bugs me a lot because it's like, let that go. Whatever hurt that that person did to you, Talk about it and let it go. Nine times out of ten, and I'm not even going to say nine times out of ten, 
50% of the time, some people don't even know that they hurt you. And um, I would even go as far to say for some people, some people that some people you don't need to forgive. There's, and when I, when I say that, I mean, I'm talking about people that be like, yeah, I still ain't forgave them. I still ain't forgave them for doing this, 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 and that to, to me. And this person has no idea that they did that to you because you never spoke up about it. You never told them that you were expecting that. You never told them how they hurt you. They never knew that that even hurt you. So really, you are holding on to unforgiveness for no reason because there's no reason for you to have to forgive that person for what they said because they don't even know what they did. I'm talking about silent expectations where a friendship, any type of relationship where you were expecting somebody to say something, do something, or be somewhere, and they didn't show up. And now you feel like you have to forgive them because they didn't show up for you. Or they didn't do what they said, what you thought they were supposed to do, or what you assumed, really, what you expected them to do, but you never let them know that expectation. Let that go. You shouldn't even have no unforgiveness in your heart because you put that expectation up, but you never spoke it out. And so now you are living with unforgiveness and stress and anxiety and the secret hate and mad at somebody for something you never told them about. And I literally tell people this all the time because people, people have come to me a lot and they'll be like, yeah, she said this, or he did this, or they did that. And I'm like, well, did you, did you tell them? No, I'm not talking to them. They know what they did. They know what they did. Like, do they? Some people really don't y'all. And I, I can't stress this enough. Now, some people, they know exactly what they did. And even then, when they do speak up, you are not a mind reader and neither are they. So if you're not a mind reader, do not expect other people to be. If you feel like somebody hurt you, if you feel like somebody did something to you, speak up about it, whether they know they did it or not. I I can't stress that enough because people do it so much that they lose friendships and family and relationships over unspoken expectations, unspoken things that they are trying to forgive you for that they never should have had to forgive you for in the first place. And the other person is confused. I don't know why they stopped being my friend. I don't know why she broke up with me. I don't know why he did that. I don't know why this, this, and that, like, and a lot of women, we have that bad in friendships and relationships. You have to speak up on your expectations with people and you have to speak up on how people hurt you. You cannot keep that inside and just expect people to come around and know or for people to ask you. Sometimes people don't need to ask you. You just need to speak up. Say how it is that you feel and stop saying they should just know. They know me well enough to know. Speak up. You're grown. We are grown. If you hurt let somebody know. And then when they tell you that they knew, then y'all could discuss that then. But you need to speak up on your hurts because otherwise you're carrying around an unforgiveness that you never should have been in the first place because neither one of y'all, well, you know, but that other person has no idea what you're upset about. But um, just saying, y'all, we got to let go. We got to let go of that 
I don't know. We just got to let go of that. We got to overcome unforgiveness. Like I was on TikTok. Y'all know my favorite app. And this girl was saying how it's okay for you. When you don't forgive somebody, you don't have to have them in your space. It's actually healthy for you to create space with the person. And a lot of my people, black people, we say we forgive somebody and keep them in our space because we don't want that person to leave or we'll keep them around hoping to one day get our revenge or get our lick back or whatever the case may be when we really didn't forgive them because you didn't give yourself space to forgive them. And it's okay for you to set that boundary and for you to take space for yourself. Yeah, you hurt me. I didn't like what you said. That hurt my feelings. I'm going to need a little time before we could talk again. When somebody cheats on you, normalize not taking them back right away because you love them and you want them. If they going to walk out, they going to walk out. It is what it is. They don't want to hurt you. So if they walk out, then they deserve to go anyway. But when somebody cheats on you or when somebody betrays you or hurts you in a way that it hurts deep or it hurts to the point where you just can't believe that person did that to you. Take space for yourself, whether it takes two months, five months, five years, a year, however long that takes, takes that space until you actually forgive them. And then you can come back to them and say, Hey, I needed that time. I needed that space away from you because I really needed to forgive you fully before I came back so that I can accept you and not be fake. It's very fake, y'all, for y'all to be like, oh, I forgive you. But the whole time, every time they talk, you side-eye and I'm like, yeah, they lying. I can't believe nothing they say. Or you thinking about what they did to you or you thinking about how you can get them back or you can't trust nothing they say. You need the space and the time so that you can begin to trust them again or to rebuild a relationship or to realize you don't want to be around them at all because the hurt was too deep and you never should have had to go through that. You need the space and the time to figure that out. And I think a lot of times we don't take the space or the time because we're worried about if that person is going to leave or be there when we are done having our space or we're worried about what that person is going to think. Forget them. You need that mental space for yourself. You don't need to be around them because you're never going to heal from it and you're never going to be able to forgive them truly without taking the space to do so. So if you're always around them, it's just going to keep building the distrust, building the the hate and the bitterness and, and whatever, the side eyes and everything is going to keep building up inside of you until you never trust that person again. And then you, you'll eventually fall out anyway. Whenever you don't deal with the problem correctly, it, it'll spill over and then you'll really lose that relationship or that friendship. When you didn't have to, you could have took the space that you needed. And if that person does not understand that, then, oh, well, that is their loss because you need that space. And if they really, truly love you, they will give you that space to be able to forgive them and to truly let it go. Because I use this as an example, ladies, when you um, forgive a man, quote unquote, and then you go back. But every time he do something, you throwing it up in his face about what he did. No man wants to hear that. If you're going to forgive, forgive and let it go and don't bring it back up. 
but that's why you're supposed to take space. So when you take in that space, you won't, you know, you can bring it back up. You can talk about it. You can get mad and hurt all over again until you're fully over it. And you can go back to that person or you can leave them alone because the hurt is too deep. But if you're not over that hurt and you stay in that relationship and you keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up, ain't no man going to want to hear that. Ain't no woman going to want to keep hearing that about what they did wrong when they're trying to make amends because you didn't take the time to truly forgive and you lied and said you forgave and you stayed. That's also not to say that men, you should not, or women who depending on who cheated, that you shouldn't give that person grace to get over it because that's not going to be an overnight thing. No, they're not going to forgive you overnight. And if they say they did, they're lying unless they already had got their lick back before. That's none of my business though. But if a person truly wants to forgive you, they need that space and they need that time to continue to go through it because it's not overnight. You're going to have days where they want to hug you and they want to be around you. And then there's going to be days where they're going to think about that again and be like, how could you do that to me and cuss you out and beat you up or whatever they have to do. But those are the motions you go through. And that's why you need the space to go through those motions. So when you actually forgive, you come back, you have already told yourself that you can do this, you can forgive them and you can let it go and you can move on and you can build a new trust and a new relationship with that person. If you cannot do that and it is still creeping up in your brain every time you think about it, every time they go out, you feel the need to check their phone and do all this extra stuff, you, you're not going to be able to forgive them. You're not going to be able to build that trust back. Leave that person alone for your sake and for theirs. Because you constantly bringing it up to them years later. It just shows that you never trusted them. You never forgave them. And what's the point? So now they're going to continue to do the same thing over and over again. And you're going to keep coming back and acting like you forgave when you really didn't. Like, it's just a cycle. And so, you know, y'all hurt people, hurt people. Really, that's what it is. And when you hurt and you hold unforgiveness in your heart, you want to hurt everything, everybody around you. And then not to mention that same unforgiveness you're holding for somebody else bleeds onto other people. So you're holding unforgiveness for this person, but it's created a bitterness inside of you and an anxiety and trust issues. And now every person you encounter, you think that they're going to do that to you or you're on guard with everybody because you don't want to get hurt again or you don't want someone to do that to you or, you know, you side eyeing everybody or you don't let people completely in or you're always just guarded up. You can't be like that. You need to forgive. It, it really... It really hinders your blessings. It also hinders the connections that you may need in order to grow. Like some of y'all, the reason you're not growing and progressing is because you're blocking your own blessings because you won't forgive and let go and allow the right people to come in because you're so on guard. Like you, you just, you just won't forgive. You won't, you just keep telling people like, mm -mm, mm -mm, it's hard. It's hard for you to, it's hard. My walls is up. It's hard for people to get in here. It's hard for people to, I ain't trusting like that. I ain't, I'm not one of them. You know, like, <laughs> like, you know, you can't be like that. You cannot be hard. 
like that. Like your heart is hard. You won't even let people love you correctly. You won't even let, you know, who's supposed to be for you, for you, because you're so focused on the people that did you wrong. And so I just wanted to talk about that. Um, I really want y'all to pray about letting stuff go. It's really sad. I see it a lot in our generation and I, I get it. I really do get it. I, I pray for forgiveness every day, like for God to give me a forgiving heart, to soften my heart, because I don't want to be like that. I don't want to carry around that energy, that baggage. It literally builds up a toxicity inside of your body, in your brain. Like, and who wants to carry that around all the time? Like that bitterness and that anger. It's it's a lot. It's a lot already dealing with life. I don't want to carry around somebody else's problems. You're literally carrying around their poison, what they did to you, carrying that around and just letting it poison your life in every area because you can't forgive. You can't let it go. And it just it just creates a spiral effect in your life. And so really what I want you to try to do is to pray Um that God will help you to forgive and also to develop a compassion for the other person. And that's a big step. That's huge. That's not right away. But like as you're in your forgiveness and as you get closer to forgiving people, try to develop a compassion like you would for yourself. Think of something that you did to somebody and you hurt, you know, when you hurt somebody or you do something, you be want people to forgive you so fast because you be so hurt. Like, I can't believe I did that. Or I'm so sorry. You be feeling so bad. Now, some of y'all, I ain't talking about the people that be like, I don't care. It is what it is. I did what I did. I'm talking about the people that truly, truly understand how it feels to be on the other side of wanting forgiveness from somebody because you did them so wrong. And even if it was a mistake, it wasn't excuse me, it wasn't your intention. It was a mistake and you didn't want to do that to the person or you didn't want to hurt that person. Show that same compassion for the person who hurt you. You never know what they were going through at the time, what they could have done, how they were hurt, what they went through. Um, It's just a lot of, like I said, hurt people hurt people. And so somebody did something to you you have to think about what they went through. Like um, last week, I talked about parents and not being able to love you the right way and how you need to forgive them and talk to them about that and stuff like that. Like you don't know what your parents went through as kids. You don't know what type of parents. I mean, you do. You might know what type of parents they had, but you don't know what they went through in their childhood. It's a lot of y'all parents that don't even tell you about stuff they went through. It's so crazy how. Um, a lot of people in our generation, uh, like a lot of people have almost the same story of being molested as a child. And then if you were to talk to your parents, although they don't talk about it, I believe a lot of them were molested as a child. And there's just like a deep hurt and a deep cycle. And you don't know what that parent went through as a child, what they had to endure, what pain that they went through. And for them to be the way they were and the way they raised you. You don't know if they were abused. You don't know if they were overlooked. They were the black sheep. 
And no, that's not an excuse for how they treated you, but literally people are doing the best they can with what they had or what they grew up on. And so now I think in our generation, millennials and maybe Gen Z, um, we're getting to the point where we're on a healing journey and we're healing from things and we're trying to, you know, get our life back and not to, to deal with the same things past generations dealt with. We're actually trying to be healthier in our mindsets and in our emotional maturity and the things that we say and do be more intentional with our healing and with the people we surround ourselves with. We're getting, um, back to God. It's a lot of stuff that our generation is trying to do to break the cycles, to build, you know, multi-generational wealth and break the generational curses. And there's so much that we're doing because we know what we went through as kids, but also taking account of how it was back then and what your parents went through. And that's what I mean when I say for the person that hurt you, show a compassion you have no idea what that person went through in their life and at the time and why they why they hurt you because hurt people hurt people. And when you get to that stage, I'm not saying do it in the beginning because the hurt is too deep for you to do it in the beginning. When you get to a place where you feel like, wow, that person, I don't know what that person went through and why they felt the need to hurt me. They must have been really insecure. They must have been really jealous of me. They must have really been... Um, you know, hurt as a child, they must have been abused. They must have been molested. They must have been like show a compassion. That doesn't mean you have to show it to them, but for yourself. And I think that's where people get mixed up at when you forgive and when you show compassion and all that stuff, you're doing that in your own time so that you can let that stuff go and feel a forgiveness and a freeness from that, a freedom so that you can Live your life without that baggage and that weight on your shoulders, that burden that holds you down and holds you back from life. That's what you're doing for yourself. You're not going up to the person and saying, I forgive you because I have to forgive you for myself. I, I'm showing you compassion because I need to. No, you're doing this in your own time when you want to try to feel that compassion and the pain that they went through. And also cry for yourself, forgive yourself. And forgive them for yourself. That's all. And let that hurt go. Don't let them hold that power over you. Don't let them keep, you know, keep that 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 shadow. It's a heavy shadow, y'all. Like, I can feel it talking about it, like, because I lived it. Just having that over you to just hate somebody and to just having that over you, it's draining, it's very draining. And so I really just wanted to encourage everybody who feel like they got to get revenge or get they lick back or that they can't forgive. I encourage you to pray so that you can forgive and also forgive yourself. I think that's the hardest thing for people to do is to forgive themselves. Um, pray about that too. Literally, you have to forgive yourself. You have to let that go. There was nothing you could have done differently. Even if you could have, you don't know what would have happened. Like, stop putting that pressure on yourself and that weight on yourself that you should have did this and you should have did that. The past is gone. You have to live for now. It's no way, no matter how hard you think about it, no, how many time, no matter how many times you go over it in your head, you can't change it. It is done. The only thing you could do is forgive yourself, move forward, and try to do your 
your best to not make those same mistakes and to grow and heal from it. Literally, that's all we can do. And you're human. You're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. And also remember, this is something I I try to live. I not try to, but I live by it now because I believe all things are purposeful. Nothing happens by accident. The abuse, the molestation, I think all of it is purposeful. Is it is it ideal? Like, is it great? Is it fair? No, it's not. But I think everything is purposeful to get to where we are today, to get us to step into our purpose and what we're supposed to do in life. It's our stories that we tell that are going to help other people and that forgiveness that you need in order to move forward. Stop blocking your blessings, y'all. And just forgive. Let that go. Stop holding on to that hurt because it's literally going to continue to hurt you. And you don't want to go to your grave with all of that hurt in your heart. And you also, for my Christians, (laughs) if you're not a Christian, you don't have to listen to this. But you don't want to get to heaven and you don't want Jesus to turn you around because you didn't forgive. Because you died with unforgiveness in your heart. Let that go. Forgive people. Forgive yourself. Love everybody. You don't have to like them, but love everybody and move forward. And so that's all I have for y'all today. I hope my raspy voice was not irritating to y'all because I wanted to get this out here. But um, that was episode two, y'all. Y'all, please go and forgive and live your life and let that hurt go. Let that pain go and pray about it. And just continue to live your life free. It's the best feeling in the world. Peace and freedom is the goal. So I love y'all. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Bree Speaks Unscripted.